بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآل الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الوهم وأكرمني بنور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين Alhamdulillah, in the last session we talked about the Qur'an being light. Although in a general way Allah says that all the divine scriptures are light, or there is light and guidance in them, you know, Kitabun Munir. But in particular, Torah, and Injil and the Quran are introduced as sources of light. And we mentioned several verses which refer to the Quran being light or clear light. Sometimes it is Nur, sometimes it's Nur Mubin or Kitab Mubin. We talked about this. Then we said that the Prophets have come in order to take people from darkness to light. This is mentioned about Prophet Musa in Surah Ibrahim, verse 5. About Prophet Muhammad وسلم, in several verses. One is the same surah, Surah Baqarah, uh, sorry, Surah Ibrahim, number one, the same surah. Alif Lam Ra, Kitabun Anzalnahu Ilaik, Litukhrajan Nas Minad Dhulumati Ilan Nur, Bi'idhn Rabbihim. The book that we have sent down to you in order to take people from darkness to light. Bi'idhn Rabbihim. With the blessing and permission of the Lord. You remember, I talked about this ethn briefly. I said this type of guidance is different from just showing the path. To take actually people to light, it's something very fundamental. It's something which needs permission from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is which is different from it's not just to show it's actually taking people there then Allah says first he says then he says to the path of God who is Aziz who has dignity and Hamid is praised so means so the, the same sirat, the same path that we want to be guided to, sirat al-mustaqim, which is the sirat of God, is the path of nur, the path of light. So when you are moving towards the source of light, towards absolute light, this is sirat al-mustaqim. In Surah Ma'idah, I think th that was uh, Surah Ibrahim was the last ayah we recited. Yes? yes. Yeah. Surah Ma'idah 16. 
is very, very beautiful ayah. Yahdi bihillahu man ittaba'a ridwanahu subul as-salam wa yukhrijuhum min al-zulumat ila al-nur bi-idhnih wa yahdihim ila sirat mustaqim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that with this Quran he guides the people who follow his pleasure, who seek his pleasure, who are after his pleasure. He guides them salam, to the ways of peace. Okay? So the Quran has come in order to show us the ways of peace. This is very important for interfaith discussions because this ayah is an address to the people of the book this also shows that the message of quran the message of islam is peace quran is a book that has come to show us ways of peace inshallah i will mention what is sobol and takes them from darkness to the light with the permission of Allah, with the blessing of Allah. And guides them to the right path. So, like the ayah before, t- taking people towards light is taking people towards Sirat of God. And here, taking people to light is taking people to Sirat Mustaqim. The same concept because we have only one path and that is to move towards further light this is sirat mustaqim any other direction if someone takes it means that he is going further away from light he's moving towards darkness so, Sirat Mustaqim is one way only, but going away from light can be many different ways. But the common point between all of them is that they missed the right path. Now, the question is what is the difference between Sobol and Sirat? This is very important. In the Quran, Sirat is never used in plural way. Plural four. Sirat is one. Sirat al-Mustaqim. Sirat al-Aziz al-Hamid. One. But Sobol is plural. Okay? So what is the difference between Sirat and Sabil? In my understanding, Sirat is the main direction. You are moving towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, towards light. But then, this by itself can be analyzed into subways. <laughs> Not subway in the sense that we use it, it means subpath. Okay? So, <coughs> for example, if I am moving towards Allah, towards light, 
as a father, what should I do? As a mother, as a son, as a daughter, as a brother, as a sister, as a neighbor, as a boss, as an employee, as a politician, as a scholar, as a farmer, as a consumer. Okay? So, moving on the right path should be translated into different areas of life. In all different parts of your life, you should be on the right path. Okay? So, although right path is to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, أَلَمْ أَحَدْ إِلَيْكُمْ يَا بَنِي آدَامِ أَنْ لَا تَعْبُدُ الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ وَأَنْ اِعْبُدُونِي هَذَا صِرَاطٌ مُسْتَقِيمٌ But how to serve God? How to serve the truth, al-haq, in different areas of life? That's the question. Okay? It's not enough just to say people obey God. People should know how to obey God in different Scenarios of life as a child or as a parent is different. As a neighbor, as a colleague, as all the things that I mentioned. So, Sabil, in my understanding, Sabil is the name for those different areas of life in which you should move towards light. And Sarat is the general direction that you take. Okay? And it is very interesting that when the Quran wants to give one general title to those Sobul, he says Sobul as Salam. It means that the aim of the Quran is to show you how to achieve peace and tranquility in every area of life. How you can establish peace for yourself and other people as a father, as a mother, as a son, as a daughter, as a sister, as a brother, as a neighbor, and so on and so forth. So you understand now the difference between Sarat and Sobol. So, Yahdi Bihillahu Manitabaridwanahu Subulas Salam. If you try to gain the pleasure of God, if you try to please Him, then what you will gain is guidance towards the ways of peace. You will be guided to the ways of peace. And takes them from darkness to the light, with His permission, with His blessing. In Surah Hadid, verse 9, The same concept. He is the one who sends to his servant clear verses or clear communications or clear signs to take them from dark, to take you from darkness to light. Rahim. 
and God is very kind, affectionate, and merciful. Rahim, as you know, is the rahmah which Allah has for mu'mineen, for good people. Okay? Rahim shows to the rahmah that Allah has for the believers or for good people. And this rahmah which takes you from darkness to light with the help of Quran is rahimiyah. Okay? Because it's mu'mineen who can be qualified to receive this extra rahmah. Isal ila al-matlub is for mu'mineen. Ira'at al-tariq is for everyone. But Isal ila al-matlub is for mu'mineen. Surah Ahzab, verse 43. You are all familiar with this ayah. <laughs> He is the one who sends his salutations to you along with his angels. So Allah and his angels send salutations to you to take you from <coughs> darkness to light. So salutation from Allah means to send you a package of rahmah which is light. When Allah sends salutations, Allah gives you package of rahmah in the form of light. <coughs> Sometimes rahmah is food that you eat. Sometimes rahmah is the water that you drink. Sometimes rahmah is the knowledge that you receive. Sometimes rahmah is the forgiveness. Here, rahmah is light. There are many ideas about salawat, but time is limited. Maybe another time we can talk about it. Surah Talaq, verse 11 and 10. For some people, Allah has prepared a severe punishment. So fear God, O oh, those who have intellect, who are rational, who are wise, who are thoughtful. Who are believers. Allah has sent to you a reminder. Rasulan. Dhikran. Some people say that it is Quran. And then Rasulan is Prophet Muhammad. Then the question is, what is the connection between Zikran and Rasulan? So they say there is Wav here, which is Muqaddar. You know Muqaddar? In Arabic, what does it mean, Muqaddar? Muqaddar means something which is not mentioned, but it is meant. Meant, but not mentioned. Okay? So, there is a vav here, Muqaddar, which is meant, but not mentioned. But, it seems that there is no vav here, there is no and here. This Rasulan is badal or atfibayan of dhikran. According to some hadith, dhikr is Rasulullah. So dhikr and Rasul are the same. There is a hadith that uh, can be understood in this way. 
Anyway, even if it is Quran, the fact that Allah says zikran and then rasulan shows the same idea of close relation between the Quran and the Prophet. You remember we talked about unzila ma'ah, not unzila ilay. So Rasulullah and the Quran are very close. Allah has sent down to you a reminder and Rasulan. Or reminder, then he replaces with saying Rasulan. A messenger. Yatlu alaykum ayatullah, who recites to you the verses of God. Mubayyanat, who are clear. To take people who have faith and do righteous deeds from darkness to light. So you see, this is not something mentioned once in the Quran. This is very important concept frequently mentioned in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his prophets take people from darkness to Allah if they are faithful if they do righteous deeds. Allah on the top, Allahu waliyulladina amanu, yukhrujuhum minal dhulumatil nur but under Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the messengers. Okay? And the books also have come to give light to people. So everything is to help you in your journey towards perfection, towards truth, towards haqq. And among the prophets, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is mentioned in a specific way that he is light. So although Allah says Musa was asked to take people from darkness to light, Torah has light, Injil has light. But about the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in particular, he says he is also light. It doesn't mean that others are not light, but it means that this is stressed on. This is very clear. Surah Ahzab, verse 45-46, you know the famous verse, Ya ayyuhan nabi inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadiran. 46 is this, wa da'iyan ilallahi bi'idhnihi wa sirajan munira. Da'iyan ilallahi bi'idhnihi. Rasulullah is da'i ilallah. He calls people towards God. And this is what we all have to do. But the difference is that we call people towards God in a general way. But Rasulullah was calling people towards God bi'idhnihi. Maybe inshallah some of you also get the permission from Allah to take people. But so far, it's mostly a matter of teaching. munira And a siraj, a light, which is shining, which is illuminating. Because sometimes maybe you have a siraj, but it is not ignited. Or you have a lamp, it is switched off. There is no benefit. This is siraj, which is munir. It's shining. It's functioning. Okay? So you have kitab munir and you have siraj munir. Okay? 
Then we have other verses about light. Unfortunately, I don't have time to talk about those other aspects of light. Very beautiful discussion about light. Light of Iman, light of Amal Saleh, light of Dhikr. Some of them we mentioned in Muharram. Some of them in those lectures a few years ago on self-building. Inshallah, uh, in the paper that you were sent today, you find a summary of it in that paper. But uh, if you want more, then in those series on self-building. Now what I want to do is to mention, inshallah, few things that we have to observe with respect to this light, which is Quran. Okay, now we established the role of the Quran in this journey towards light. Quran comes from Allah, who is Nuru Samawati Wal Ardh. Quran is itself Nura Mubin, given to the Prophet who is Sirajah Munir to take us from darkness to light. Everything is about light. Okay? Now, what should be our response? This is the main thing. So far is everything what Allah has done for us. What should be our response? I thought maybe we can mention few things in this order. The first response that we have to give is Iman bil Quran, Iman bil Kitab. We have to believe in this book. And inshallah, I will explain what does it mean to believe. After careful examination, we realize that some of even Muslims don't believe in the Quran. Surah Baqarah, verse 3. Verse 4. These are the people who are muttaqin, who are pious. They believe in the hidden world and hidden realities in the unseen. They establish prayer, they give charity. They believe in what has been revealed to you and what has been revealed before you, and they believe in the hereafter. You see, one of the characteristics of muttaqin and those who are guided is They believe in what has been revealed to you. To believe in the Quran is the main thing. I will explain, inshallah, what does it mean. Or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Amana rasul Bima unzila The famous verse that we had in the paper on Revelation. Amana rasul bima unzila Rasul, the messenger, has faith in what has been revealed in him. What does it mean? This is Surah Baqarah, verse 285. What does it mean? If Iman was something easy, just you say, I believe in the Quran. There was no need to say, Amana Rasulu Bima Unzila Ilayhim Rabbi. 
Iman, having faith in the Quran, is so important that Allah even praises the Prophet for having this faith in the Quran. It's very high level. The messenger believes in what has been sent down to him from his Lord. And the true believers... They believe in God, they believe in his angels, in his books, and his messengers. So, there are many verses, I just mentioned these two. So what does it mean to believe in the Quran? Is it something that we just say as a kind of declaration of our faith? We say, we believe in Allah, we believe in the Quran. We believe in the Prophet, we believe in Kaaba. Is it this or is more than this? It seems that to believe in the Quran is something higher. To believe in something means different things, depending on what is the purpose of that thing. What is the function of that thing? For example, if there is, are you listening carefully? If, for example, there is here, a, I don't know, a machine. For example, there is a maybe calculator or there is a computer. You say, I believe in this. What does it mean? Does it mean that I believe that it exists? So some people may deny or may not know this, but you say, I believe in this, means I believe that it exists, or it means more than that. If there is a medicine prescribed to you by doctor, and you say, I believe in this prescription, what does it mean? It means that I believe that this prescription is there in my hand, it's real, it's not, you know, illusion. Or when you say, I believe in this, it means that I believe this prescription serves the purpose, the function, and therefore I am going to use it and benefit from it. If you believe in a person, for example, a guide, a teacher, a doctor, an advisor, it doesn't mean that you just believe that he exists. Or you just, I don't know, obey in a formal way. In the sense that you try to be just, you know, respectful, you know. No, this is not enough. To believe in the Quran, which is the book for guidance, which is the book to show us the path towards perfection, the ways of peace, means that you believe that this is what you have to follow, what you have to implement. This is the way for your life. This is the meaning of believing in the Quran. Okay? So, if we believe in the Quran in the sense that we said this is sent by God, and we even kiss the Quran, we even memorize the Quran, we put Quran on every shelf, bookshelf at home, 10, 20 copies of the Quran, but if we don't follow the Quran, it means that we don't believe in the Quran. Okay? 
Now you can understand this hadith better. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam ma amana bil Qur'an man istahalla maharimahu the one who doesn't consider as haram what has been prohibited in the Qur'an. So the one who permits what has been prohibited in the Qur'an. The one who counts as halal, permissible, what is prohibited in the Qur'an. He has not believed in the Qur'an. So if Qur'an says that we should not do certain things, and we do it, we have not believed in the Qur'an. Okay? So when the Qur'an says, you have to avoid zulm, injustice. So if you do injustice, then you have not believed in the Qur'an. No matter whether you say salat or fast or not. When the Qur'an says you have to be kind to your parents if you are not kind to your parents so it means that you have not believed in the quran so to believe in the quran means to follow the guidance given by the quran so this is the very first thing not just as an article of faith that you count you know we say as muslims we believe in i don't know unity of god we believe in the prophet muhammad we believe in the quran being no not just this something that your life can confirm if your life is based on the quran then you believe in the quran if your life is not based on the quran you don't believe in the quran okay so this is the first thing the second thing is what of course maybe you can find the other things in between you can tell me because this is the way I am trying to go step by step. But maybe there is something that I have overlooked. Uh, because I'm not uh, using any source. I'm just trying myself to put these things in order. So if there is anything I have overlooked, you can tell me. The next thing is to carry the Quran. What does it mean to carry the Quran? Does it mean that... I take a pocket-sized Qur'an and put in my pocket and carry. If it was like this, it was easy. But to carry the Qur'an is very difficult. You know the ayah about the people who were asked to carry Torah. مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ حُمِّلُوا التَّوْرَاتَ in the opening day of Hoset this year, I mentioned this ayah and I said, we have to discuss about this sometime. You remember? So not that it's the time. The example of the people who were loaded with the Torah. Tahmil. Uh, in Arabic nowadays, you know, for download, they use tahmil. If you want to download something, they say tahmil. So, hummelot Torah means Allah downloaded Torah in them. Okay, means they were loaded with Torah. 
But they didn't carry it. Okay? It's like a donkey that carries some books. Of course, this is also true about the people It's not only for those who hummel Torah. So, even there are people who hummel Quran Okay? So, what does it mean? They were asked to carry the Torah, the divine book, but they didn't carry it. And then Allah says, it's like the donkey which is carrying. So it, it means that in one aspect, they are carrying. In another aspect, they are not carrying. Okay? Because Hamar is carrying. With respect to animals, like a horse, like a donkey, for them to carry has only one meaning. It's physical. If you put something on them, they carry for you. And if they don't want to carry, okay, they maybe, you know, throw it. But there is no way for them to carry it more. Either they carry it physically or not. Okay, like a car, you put something in your car. Either the car moves and carries it or the car doesn't move. But there is no way of saying that it carried and it didn't carry. But when it comes to human beings, then there are different levels of carrying the book. Inshallah, we continue after Salat.